Hey, you're listening to Wrestling Podcast Fix. New weekly episodes of Inziguri on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. Velveteen Dream. Yo. Hey. What's going, going on? on? Oh, gosh. Did it at the same time? Well, Jinx. So uh, who's going to get... Did I say your names first? JCL Fran? Oh. Who, who are you? I am D.D. Richards. And I'm Fran. I'm JCL. This is... The It's Garden Podcast. Yay. Who do we got on tonight? Tonight we got on the former CCW world champion, Devin Moore. Ooh. Ooh. We should call him up. Yeah, we should. See if he's there. Yeah, yeah, let's see if he answers. It's like I hope it's not one of the times that um we'll call and like go trying to sell sell a house or something like that and You got the speaker up right. Yeah. And look at that, we're calling and calling. Hey, hey Devin Moore, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, buddy? Does it sound lower? Yeah, it's a little low. Oh, no, it's a little bit low. Yeah, we're just How are you guys doing? Oh, that's better. Okay. We're doing good. How about you? Oh, I can't complain. A lot going on, a lot going on. It was great meeting you um, last month. Um, we had that nice little ride all the way up. <laughs> oh, man, that, dude, that was a nice ride up, man. I remember they put Wrestle Magic, dude. They got a nice little thing going. Yeah, we're going to talk about that tonight. Um, I know... Um, Scotty has a question for you, but I want to start off because sometimes we have people that are going to listen to the podcast, but they're not wrestling fans. They want to know who you are. So my first question is, how long have you been into the business? Uh, 17 years, November 31st was my uh, anniversary of my first match, August or November 31st, 2001. Okay, okay. And where did you start off at? Uh, a little garage in South Philly called DIW. Me, Drew Blood, Joker, Black G's, all training there. Oh. oh. I'm a fan I'm a fan of Black G's mom. She she's when when we go to wrestling shows and she's always cheering. Yeah. <laughs> I oh. remember that. <laughs> So, um, I like to ask an odd question. Um, what inspired you to get into the business? Man, I loved it all my life, dude. I, I was dropped dropped elbows and wrestling buddies and shit when I was like seven. <laughs> I always said I wanted to do it. So, uh, I was about 17, heard about that place, went down, and after that, I'd go to school and take two buses down and train all night and take two buses home. So who trained you? John Cronus and O-Dog. That that is awesome. John Cronus is one of the best tag teams in ECW history. How was Cronus as a trainer? He was good. I mean, taught me a lot of like you know basics, fundamentals. But you know, he was a really athletic big guy, so he showed me a lot of cool, you know, stuff that would help me later on because I was so small that, you know. He knew I was going to be a high flyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there any advice he gave you that you, like, just took to heart? Not then, but I learned a lot more now, especially with, like, two cold Scorpio and stuff like that. Like, me and him are real good friends. Less is more, man. Like, I mean, I've gone out there, like, H2Os and stuff like that. And I told awesome stories and felt great about it. I could walk home. Where I've gone and done other matches where, you know, I'm getting in the car at the end of the night and I'm like, uh, damn, this is gonna suck. <laughs> like, you know, um, it, 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 it's a learning process, man. Like, you know, you, you gotta learn what your limits are. I mean, I'm 34, I've been doing it 17 years. I mean, I'm not old by any means. So you're a, so now you're a veteran in the business. Do you have you told any young guys what to do yet? And 
What not no, to do? I cover a lot of them. Uh, Adam Cole, for example, man. I called that kid the money since the first day I saw him. Wow, that's awesome. That was his nickname, the money. The yeah. money. And, you know, like, he, he called me and asked, like, certain things, and, you know, I told him what to do. I was just like, dude, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, dude. You'll be there. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dean Ambrose, I, I'm his witness on the contract. Oh, really? Yeah, he was living with me when he got signed. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, like, me and him are tight. I mean, I'm not going to talk about his current situation because I don't even totally know, but yeah. I've been in contact with him, and he's in good spirits, I know that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, guy's got all the cards in his hand. I mean, he feels like I do, you know. We got youth and experience. You know, we're pretty much in our primes. I mean, I might not be throwing cheap star brushes at all the time, but, you know, I can still go with the best of them. Yeah. I know you can. Well, um, I saw you um, um, at Magic at the Rumble, and see how fast you saw the big giant guy. You got to get out, right? <laughs> Can't wait for that. We'll talk about more. Okay, we're back. Um, so like, um, I like to like talk. Um, like I told earlier, people don't know about wrestlers, and they like to listen to the podcast. Um, what companies have you worked for in the seventeen years you've been in in wrestling? You pretty much name it. I've been there. So you've been um. Have you done anything for WWE or TNA? Nah, I, I took two cold Scorpio up after his, for his uh, tryout in uh, 2007, and they signed him for a year. Oh, really? Okay. But besides that, nah, I never really went up and did anything. I mean, but I'm content. I mean, I've been to Mexico, Canada, England, Germany, Japan. You know, I've had I've had those run. Uh, I was I was blessed. I mean, a guy my size was told I wouldn't last six months. Seventeen years later, I'm still here. If there was any uh, matches for and for people to look up, like which ones would you suggest to them to see if they wanted to see anything from you? Oh man, uh, me and uh, Drake Younger, 12th anniversary show at CZW. Um, that was just a straight up, you know, hardcore ish match. Which built, but um, me and Danny Havoc had good matches. Me and McGage, um, me and Trent Acid from PWU were two cold Scorpio. Look at any of them up. Me, me and Trent Acid used to go out there and go half an hour like it was nothing. Yeah. And I, I miss him so much, man. He was he was great. He's a good friend, man. Spent a lot of years on the road together. What was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite story with him? Oh man, there's so many. Um, when I was like telling, I told it by uh, shooter of you this smart We're in the middle of the mountains of, of Mexico City, trying to find marijuana, <laughs> and we're in shady like buses with towels over them, like his cabs, like yeah. Like we get out and like we start getting circled, and I'm like, great, we're dead. Like, I, I had a pack of rolling papers on me. And honestly, I think that's what saved me in Trent's life. 
people who own gum wrappers to roll their joints. So I went, here, present though. And they all, after that, they like hooked us up, got us a cab back to our hotel, and we're like super nice. But like, it was an intense moment. And Trent, me and Trent's just like, you guys, you guys don't prep me. And I'm going, Trent, don't say that to them right now, dude. I was like, that's not a smart move. Like, we're in the middle of the mountains of Mexico City, like, <laughs> it's not, it's not too smart, buddy. Yeah, um, if, if anything, if, if anything happens, uh, people might not find out about it, so. Yeah, exactly. But that was Trent, man. Trent just said how, how it was, like, it took us to a dojo workout before we did the first Dragon Mania show in Arena, Mexico, in 2006. And, like, Trent just straight stopped and was like, listen, he ain't never gonna do a brawl this year. The style doesn't impress me. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, he didn't just do that. Yeah, I think but, I mean, <clears throat> it worked out. I mean, I got to open the show. I hit my shooting star press, went over. Got a stage elevation. It was, it was awesome. It was a cool moment. Nice, nice. Yeah, Keener was going to ask. Got to be great Buddha, stuff like that. Like, it was it was surreal. Yeah, Keener was going to ask about Trent's um, Trent Asset story. So yeah. We got one already. But um, uh, Dave Keener wanted to ask you, Anything about um, Nate Hatred? Any stories about Nate? Dude, Nate was always good to me. He welcomed me in the CW when I came from PW. We're like open arms. Like, I knew a lot of these guys already. Like, Trent and Ruckus were the first two people I met when I started. So we were, we were good friends. So, you know, I mean, Ruckus kind of helped me, like, sway me over to come to CW. And, um,. You know, I always saw Nate and all. He was just always super cool. I mean, like, when I heard the news, I, I was shocked. Oh, we all were. I mean, it, it was really a bummer. I mean, I know another one that people don't bring up because of the situation, which is touchy, which I get, is Rocker Rebel. I mean, yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't care. Dave Keener brought up another story that um, I would love to hear. The gimmick battle royal, f- and you dressed up as a whoopee, put on oh, a whoopee yeah, cushion. I found, this, I found this whoopee cushion out in the back of Black Bowl. And I was probably a little tipsy. I was chilling with my old boys. And I decided I was wrestling in a whoopee cushion. <laughs> that sounds like something that uh, the DDT Federation would do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is actually going back to something you were mentioning with uh, Ambrose. Um, so I, I know that anything that we read up in the news, like that's not really in a, any of our business, what's going on with this contract situation. But something that was mentioned that kind of curious about people that actually do know him, they say that his personality is kind of hard to read because he seems like he would be, you know, kind of going with an idea when in reality he's... 
How is his personality, basically, like, on a, on a personal level? What's that? I can't. I can't hear. Like, I said he's easy to get along with, but he's like me. He wants, you know. Like my whole big thing is, I just want stuff to make sense. Like I hate stuff that's just not logical and stupid. Yeah. Like you know, like death matches. I, you don't see me go out in death matches, swing shit, and just just take a swing and shit. Like it's still a wrestling match. Like look at like the meme, Masada's like. Some people don't like our matches, but like, sorry, we're not just going to start breaking stuff and swinging stuff for the hell of it. Like, there's a reason, we're making a reason for it. We're not just going to, oh, look, here, here's a a bat, let me hit you with it. Yeah. Uh, We try to incorporate as much of the wrestling into it as we can. Uh, Speaking of death matches, um, any, like, particular stipulation that you've ever done where it's just like, Oh, I can't believe I gotta do this again. Like one that just like really makes Cheers. you nervous. I fucking hate them. <laughs> like any in general, or just all overused, just unpredictable. You know what I mean? Like all you gotta do is roll one of those little shards, and you're, you're cut there. Yeah. Like, and you know, they just people just use them for everything. It's just like they don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. I just saw I'm not going to say promotion or anything I did see a death match and I got bored watching it just because I, I think Nick Gage didn't let the other opponent like fight back it just he took two bumps and that was it and he just beat the crap out of the dude I just thought it was boring you know what I mean so I walked was away that Nick Gage? yeah well Nick Gage I've never had a problem wrestling or working with him but the thing is, the cage is, you gotta take it and earn it. He's not gonna give it to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you're scared, he's just gonna feed off it and eat it up. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Like, he's just one of those old vets like that. Like, a couple like that. Like, I mean, me and Jim Cole Scorpio are bullies. It's not like, you know, our relationship straight up is we're friends. Yeah. And I remember us on him once, we called a whole match. And we get out in the ring and referee Mike Pina comes up to me and goes, said, change everything, call on the fly. I look over, he's just smirking at me. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, alright. If anyone met people with Scorpio, he's hard to understand. Okay, I got a question. It's not on my list or anything. Um, did you have you ever done a rib to anybody that's funny? What's that? Any ribs that you've done to another wrestler? Anything I've done to a non-wrestler? No, to a wrestler, like a rib. Like, you ribbed somebody? Any good ribs? Oh, uh, good ribs? Man, uh, referee Kevin Keenan, or whatever the hell he's called now. Okay. He used to wrestle before that, and he dried me and drew blood around, like, early years, like, from 2001 to, like, four. Okay. And we used to go out, take his car, and move it to like the other parking lot, <laughs> take it down the street, park it. One time we covered it in snow. <laughs> it was usually just always on him, but like we'd have a ball doing it. I mean, and he fed for it every time. He'd be like, okay, I forgot something in the car and get the keys. No problem, dude. Come out. Where's my car at, guys? I almost, almost stole it. <laughs> I, I we we did that before. We have somebody's car and and we moved it right in front of the store. And the dude was looking for his car, couldn't find it in front of the store. <laughs> I mean, one messed up thing I did do is we, probably two thousand two or three, six of us showed North Carolina for nothing. Got there, and the one fan showed up. Okay, okay. Dude never, dude never promoted it. Sam didn't have money for us. I 
got a little bit upset with along with a couple other people. I just walked down the hallways of the building with two fire stables in my hand and started spraying them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I mean, like, anybody that knows me, like, I'm simple. DJ Hyde does it. He comes off ignorant, but he's, got, he's right. I'll give him credit. He goes about his money. That's pretty much it. Yeah. We, agree, we agree to a price. That's what I expect to get. Yeah. I don't care what I'm doing. I don't care who you want me to, you want me to lose, you want me to win. I don't care. I know how to, you know what I mean, keep myself strong or whatever. Win, lose, or draw. Like, it, 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 I, I've been doing it long enough. Yeah. Like, I don't care. All I'm worried about is my money being run. Because it's happened so many times where you've gone somewhere far, paid all those trains. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have a hotel and all, and then you get out there and you only ever get half it back. And yeah. it's just like, it's, it's not the way it should be. I mean, for God's sakes, people talk shit on the rotten. I mean, granted, has Ian owed me money? Yes. But anybody that worked for Ian knows us. Yeah. We don't have money. Goes off the gate and DVDs. But he still gets all, all his footage is still being seen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know how many guys came up to come to IWA still? I mean. Oh, yeah. Like, like, Ian knows what he's doing. He might not be liked by people. Understandably, he went through a rough patch. I mean, I think everyone deserves a second chance. I mean, but Ian consistently wrestled, like, Put shows on once a week. Like, yeah. So, um, do you have a wrestling nickname? Wrestling nickname. Who was that again? I said, do you have a wrestling nickname? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> you have any nicknames in wrestling that you go by? Oh, nicknames. I'm sorry. Like, let's break it. I'm sorry. My oh, you're good. Are horrible. Um. Nicknames like Notorious Scumbag, I hate. Okay. That was never me. But Lauderdale, when he was running the CW thing, started that, and it just caught on. All right. I was always, I was always Notorious Devin Moore. Me and Drew blowing Notorious thing. Like, you know that that was it. Like they added the Scumbag thing, and then <laughs> I just, you know, started to feed into it more and more because, I mean, it was getting beaten in everybody's heads. I mean. That's like how I call DJ Hyde the Deej. Everybody calls him Deej now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird. I mean, like, speaking of CW, like, like, last night bothered me. I didn't know they were putting Trent in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, that was kind of messed up on their part. I mean, I gave him 10 years. Yeah. Six cage of death. I would ever try to hold company. Yeah, um, somebody did ask me a question. Um, what's your best memory um, 20 years in um, CCW's history? What's your favorite? Personally, for me, winning the title. Winning yeah, the title? Yeah, that would be a big one. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best 10. I mean, the way that sixth man was booked and executed. I don't think could have been better. And yeah. that was a, me and Ambrose brainchild. Yeah. DJ had nothing to do with that. The day of the show, the, the argument was about Drew Blood sliding in to make the three count again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, DJ's like, oh, we'll just send the ref out. Me and John, or me and Marcus were just like, no. It's gotta be Drew. Like, the month before, John screwed me. How poetic the newest ref in the company, Duke, slides in and counts three for me. Yeah. Like, and it helped. I mean, he slid in and the three count happened and that place went nuts. And, and it was just, it was good because, like, that's what you want. Like, you know, people turn to different things, you know, for their highs or whatever. There's no better high in life than when they're out there entertaining, like, the wrestling crowd, the wrestling fans. And you know you have them. Actually, you know what? Uh, no, here, here's a qu- here's a question for you. Like, um, to add on top of what you just mentioned, have you ever had a time where 
um, say during a match that that the that you and your opponent are like, man, we're actually having a good match and everything is kind of going well, but it's just not catching the crowd's attention. Oh, plenty of times. Um, then I try to interact with them more or do something silly or something, but I mean, there are just plenty of times where I've had good chemistry with people and, you know, as to a car placement too, like, you know, you got Teddy Hart or somebody in front of you for a half hour pile driver fest and then a half hour promo. Who was, you know uh, I mean? who, who? come back from that? Who with the people that you've worked with was always, like, extremely good in reading the crowd and kind of knowing what they want to see? Uh, Tommy Dream was great at it. Uh, oh. Scorpio was great at it. Trent was always great at it. Um, I mean, there's so many. Uh, the Samoans. I mean, I wrestled for the Samoans since 2002. Often, <laughs> uh, I mean, me and Drew Blood joke around saying we're close to the Samoan that isn't. <laughs> like, you know, like, Pops did a lot for us. Sambu uh, did a lot for us. Like, I mean, there was a time where we were wrestling four or five times a month to spread WXW. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, I mean, they kept the schedules full. And, you know, they used to have the live TV up there in Allentown and stuff. Like, it, it was a good experience. It was a good time up there. Like, we learned a lot. We had fun. Um, you know, everybody still paid the food. We took the rings out at the end of the night. I mean, damn, I've been doing 17 years and I'll still put Ewan's rings up if he's running somewhere like when I fly out there or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it don't, it don't stop. Japan, the whole month, but we put the ring up, took it down. Like, from everybody from like me being CW champion, you know, being Big Japan champ, there wasn't nobody that wasn't guaranteed as a ring. Yeah. You know, and that's the way it should be, and it's, I think it's a lost thing here now with these kids now, like, I think there's a lot of schools, a lot of people shouldn't be trainers, a lot, a lot of these kids, they just don't need to tell etiquette, that they're not, they don't, like, they feel like they're owed some already, and they haven't even had their first match yet. And it, it, it's like... It's just how business has evolved. Ten years ago, half these people wouldn't be here. No way. Yeah. <clears throat> they had their bags thrown out the back and that was it. Like, but, I mean, it, it really hurts. And, I mean, it hurts us. Like, you know, Japan, for instance. Why fly me in or Masada? But we're a flight and they're paying us. When you got kids, uh, I'll fly myself over. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like, makes you wonder about that. It, hurt, it hurts. It hurts. You know. It, it hurts. It hurts everybody. Like you're a professional wrestler. You're there. You're there to you know entertain and make money. Not fly yourself around. You know what I mean. You just get labeled as one of those dudes. You're not really helping yourself. as what you should think. Okay. Um, Scotty from um Pro Wrestling Magic. Um, he wanted me to say February 16, crazy little things called love. So he wants me to ask you about uh, about a story about Maine. What's that? Scotty wants to know from Pro Wrestling Magic um, about a story about Maine. Well, we drive to Maine. Yeah. Me, True Blood, Nick Gage. I picked them all up. Meet them at drive basically New York to Scotty's. Longest drive I've ever been in my life. We oh. didn't get we didn't get the main till nine thirty at night. Oh shit! I, I was supposed to wrestle three times, three death matches. So basically, any of the Uber drives we've had, nothing. So. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. The cage was there for an appearance. Like. Ends up from where we really had this amount of dollars at the end of the night. So um, how is um, Matt Tremont as a promoter for H2O? How's Maddie? Yeah, how's Maddie? He's great. Maddie is great. He's so into it. He's got 20 students at the school. I help out the school with him. Uh, so preacher on Tuesdays. I'm usually there Thursdays with Maddie. Um... 
know, like, it's business, man. He's a great boss. He's easy to work for, like, because he has faith in the guys he has. Like, he comes up to me, like, I know, you know, what I'm doing for the next couple of months. I'll show you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm giving an outline. He tells me what he wants. Yeah, he also seems to have an idea of what to do with social media, too, which is kind of important these that days. Oh my gosh, we know he wants to face Cody Rhodes, but <laughs> Cody won't answer. Okay, so um, you got any more interesting road stories that happened in your career? What's that? Road stories? You got any, like, funny or interesting road stories? Man, we got some crazy ones, dude, man. So many stupid things that we got away with. Man, we used to get drunk, and Drew would uh, either have a fanny pack over him or an elbow pad taped over him and just walk around the hotel naked. <laughs> just knock on all other guys' doors. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> as long as there's no stories about people shitting in people's bags. <laughs> I see, I ain't witnessed none of that. Like, we all just had fun. Like, we didn't try to, like, do shit like that. Like, unless you were a real idiot. But, like, they usually didn't hang around us because, I mean, we scared them. I mean, like, like, DCW, like, the nation of intoxication, to me, they have it lucky that we used to park that locker room like the Red State. <laughs> Like, we would put our bags in a locker room, there'd be like 30 bags in there. We'd come back, it'd be like Greg Excellent, Maddie, and us. Here's, like, here's one. Um, th- this actually goes back to like a question somebody was asking on Twitter a long time ago. Are ring rats still a thing? I haven't seen one in years. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where, where have they gone? <laughs> right? I wish they were still around. <laughs> I think no, you know what? I think one of my friend or one of my friends was asking Tommy Dreamer that, and he was like, "Ring rats are awesome." <laughs> ring rats are awesome. I, mean, I know. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to embarrass Ambrose. I'll leave that one alone. Uh, Connor Claxton is a closet pimp. It's <laughs> <laughs> everything. I'm like, damn kid. Uh, I love I love Connor, but he's a. Uh, He's definitely a child of me and Danny Havoc, and it just sucks because he took every bad trait from each of us and intensified it by 10. <laughs> like, we created a monster with him, but... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, back to... <laughs> okay, um, remember when Pillman came, came, was at the Magic Show, he soiled himself in the back oh, of the, the ring? Have you soiled yourself in the ring? He likes no. to say soiled. Uh, has has uh, anybody shit shit their pants in the ring? Yeah, Brian Coleman Jr.'s last magic show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have you? Ha, has I, that I ever happened to you? Out. Thank God, no. Okay. I beat up a kid and made him show himself. <laughs> <laughs> Homicide grabbed me at some show in uh, Connecticut or something, and I guess these kids were untrained. And it was like, if you don't beat them up, I'll go get you and fuck you up when you get in the back. And back then, I was scared, I still am, but I was scared of death of him. So, I beat the shit out of this one kid. He had white tights on, they were brown. <laughs> like, it was bad. But, it's like I just sorry, gave my... I, sorry kid, but homicide's not killing me. <laughs> I just had to give you some two-tone tights. <laughs> yeah, like... I mean, they didn't know what they were doing. So it was me, Drew, and I think it was Dan DeMonzo at the time. We just beat the shit out of them. Literally. <laughs> yeah, we did. Like, and to make it worse, like, he's laying there all stone. Like, Andrew did it, and I think I gave him a double stump on the top. I mean, even worse. <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> Terry Funk was on the show. He, like, called me and Drew in a rock room. He was like, good stuff, guys. <laughs> Terry's a great guy. I met him a couple times. Yeah, he, he is a great guy. Like, he thought it was great. Uh, 
questions before uh before we wrap things up like one of them is um did you have any uh did you have any matches or anything coming up that you'd like to promote um any matches or appearances that you like to promote next saturday coming up you know 16th who who are you gonna face drew blood and i uh russell uh smiley and his partner which is i can't think of off the top of my head and they got some cute tag names, but it doesn't matter. Me and Drew have the belts already. So, <laughs> so it's like Smiley and the other guy. Smiley and the other guy. <laughs> so we're just going to do what we do. And uh, what we've been doing the last, you know, 17 plus years. Yeah. Show people, you know, why we're the best tag teams on the Northeast. And if you don't think we got gas left in the tank, you're surely mistaken. Did you have any way that people can follow you on uh, social media? Uh, Facebook, Devin Moore. Um, I don't really post much. I usually share things and, you know, promote what's, what's coming up. Um, March 9th, Hardcore Kingdom H2O, their annual death match tournament. That'll be intense. I'm pretty sure Drew and I will be defending the tag titles there. Sounds good. Um, awesome. I mean, H2O's on the rise, man. They got the student shows coming up the 25th of February on Mondays, every other Monday. Hmm. Undiscovered, they're calling it, for all the, uh, you know, students and stuff like that that are ready. Um, just, I, I don't know if people should get watching out for H2O because we're a cohesive family unit, and that's the way wrestling should have used to be. Yeah. And... That is good. The place is small too, and it's like a nice little warehouse. Do you think Maddie's going to go anywhere else besides there? Just a little traveling up to the Philly area Want to try to do some shows there? Um, I know we've talked about it. Um, I think there's another date thing coming up uh, this year. Um, North Carolina, I believe, April. Okay. A couple of us are going down. Um, you know, he's trying. Um. Hey, I see. No. I see how much he tries, man. He does amazing stuff. He um, right. goes on to our Instagram um, group page, yeah. posts everything he can. Hope He's people look at it. Ever. Okay. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I mean, he didn't forget where he came from, dude. Like. No, he's a, he's good peeps. Um. He don't need a match. Like, he went up to DJ and said, "If it's not me, and then he have it, then he quit." Yeah. That's worldly. Yeah, there's a lot going on with the independents so though. It's like now's definitely a time to look into them. <clears throat> yeah, you guys you guys are jumping up and people are getting signed right now, people are going to different companies. Do your thing, man. That's what I mean, like and the funny thing is, like I mess these up, yeah, I do. I mean, I put ten years into it. I care about the place, but but, I don't miss the headaches. And just the, the constant drama, stupid, and like high school, like little kid stuff. Like, we're getting older, not younger. And it's yeah. Like some, people, 
some people are like Benjamin Button or going in reverse. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's just, it's tiresome. Like GCW, like, good for them, do your thing, dude, I'm not hating. Well, that's the th- well, I mean, that's the thing about any any company in general, like not even specifically wrestling, is that uh, you know, you can have a really good thing going and everything is going great, and it just takes a couple of issues to kind of start a, you know, downward spiral. So it's always good when things are moving along, uh, moving along in a in a positive way. So. At least at least you're at um, Pro Wrestling Magic and H two O that gives you a lot more respect than CZW did now. Like, you know, I mean, H2O, I, I Before we get off here, do you have one more Trent Acid story for us? Oh man, so many of them, dude. Like, I don't even it's all about them. memories, man. We we all miss them. We're, we're listening to it, buddy. He was one of the most talented guys and never got time. Yeah. He could make a paper bag look good. <laughs> like, he was that good. Like, and I learned so much over the years from him. And, I mean, it, it, it just, I think about it all the time, what, like, how different things would be if he was around still. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, He's definitely one of those, one one of the guys that would have would have fit in with anybody people, people today. That's how his style was. He could work with anybody. I remember meeting him at New Jersey All Pro in Jersey somewhere. Uh-huh. I don't remember where it was, but um, he came out from nowhere. I didn't see him, and then like a couple of weeks later, he passed away, and that was the last time I saw him. Yeah, I talked to him the day before. Yeah, I think they're. Couple times, uh, yeah, a couple times I saw him was in ECWA with uh, Johnny Cashmere. Yeah. And Johnny's a whole other animal. Have you been, have you worked in ECWA? No, I haven't actually. Wow. That would uh, be a nice song. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Uh, you I should mean, try to get in there to do your that Delaware I've show, wrestled, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've, wrestled, I've wrestled a lot of the locker room, I mean. Yeah, definitely. hardcore match I can show you I can wrestle Do you think that has anything to do with the stigma of CZW for like people that might casually follow it and not realize that there's like many styles that that company had? Oh yeah, the people totally just think it's a best match thing and all that, blah blah blah. And it's like no, it's probably not. I mean, look at guys. I mean, guys did it. I mean, Shane Strickland did some best matches. You know, guys you never thought would did. Yeah. I mean, I did that painted glass match with him a couple years ago. And, I mean, he did great. He got his Lucha Underground job from it. Nice. 
Yeah. I mean, he's even said that to me. He called me and thanked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Shane, the problem, dude. I mean, you listen. That's all I ask. You know what I mean? Like, especially when it being his first death match. Just listen to me and you'll be fine. For somebody that worked in the area, have you ever wrestled Brian Sosha, Greg Spitz, or Greg Spitz, dude, Greg Spitz and Drew Blood? Okay, that was Drew Blood. Show at the arena. Okay. Uh, two thousand four, maybe. Okay, okay. Brian Sosha is like a good friend of this podcast. The three of us, we did a three-way. Got stayed in ovation. And that got us our jobs. Uh, we noticed it. And from there on in, we did 3PW directly. Okay. Which was, which was a cool deal. Um, you know, I, and, I mean, some people have been to the ringway. I mean, I've wrestled Mr. Belden from Saved by the Bell, for Christ's sake. <laughs> okay. And he gave me a Stone Cold Stunner. Like, Mr. Belding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> TMZ and all over. Oh, really? I, this is, this is a random one, but I just think about this. Um, so, uh, whatever happened to Hawaiian hat guy? I don't know. I saw imagine people years ago and they disappeared. Yeah. I love that guy. He was always a great dude. Yeah. I remember, I remember there was like one ECWA show that I was at. Where I had a very big hat on, and he got so pissed off at me. He kept looking at me like yelling, "Rip off, rip off!" And I was like, "Oh man, I gotta get out of here." I think that was the one time I actually saw him. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just funny when you like see see people that uh like longtime wrestling fans that kind of make a name for themselves because everybody knows them, and then they just disappear. So. Yeah. A lot of them do it, and then they reappear, and they're like, where have you been? Yeah, exactly. It was great having you on, Devin. Oh, guys, thanks. Anytime, dude, I'll do it again. Oh, that'd be this great, fun, man. This is fun, man. I like, I like sitting here. It's where I get to sit there and, you know, tell some stories and just kick back and, you know, talk yeah. wrestling. So, anytime, guys. Yeah, um, you're part of the Inscory family now. Thank you for coming on. Um, oh, man. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you. All right, man. Take care, guys. Take care. See you. So, how was it, man? It was great, my friend. Great. Yeah, I kept looking over at the recording, though. I was like, is it picking up? Yeah, it is. It's going good. Um, so, yeah. what do you have lined up? I have lined up next week. It's a regular podcast. Finally. It's You're regular. saying that like it's such a bad thing. It's a regular... It's a regular podcast. So it's we can talk change. about... We can talk about anything. So, no, I don't want to talk about anything. I want to talk about wrestling. We can talk wrestling. And people shitting their pants. Yes. Man. I'm, I'm but wait- we're traveling. We're going to we're gonna be going to somebody's house to watch the pay-per-view. But Ooh. we'll do the... We'll do the podcast first. And They're going to be traveling to Aston, Pennsylvania. Oh. Oh, so far. <laughs> Wait a second. Who else lives in that area? Hey, we should see if Chubby Dudley wants to hang out. Oh, maybe. Oh, wait, he lives in Darby. Uh, yeah, I think so. He, no, he lives close to um, or, the pub. Is it Darby he, or uh, Aston? He's close to the um, Duffers. and. Like, Dude, you should stop over. Get some really good food, watch some wrestling, and podcast. <laughs> So, uh, and then we'll have Tim Taylor. He's going to be a late show. Yeah. Because he has work in the morning. I mean, in that like in that time period, and he's, he'll be ready around ten o'clock. So it's going to be the late night version of Insigori. This is a rewind. You didn't ask about what what he thought about uh Jerry Ryan's dick suplex or a uh, big cast seizure. Okay. I thought, yeah, I thought that was like a common question. Kind of like, you know, did you ever shit yourself? Or what's your theme song? Oh, I forgot to answer. I like, oh, no, we I had like, to save some for next time if we have them I like when we do the interviews and people go, I have this match coming up. I forgot the guy's the name. name. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what was it with Frankie? I, I remember he was joking about this. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, got a, I got a show coming up. 
I forgot the company name. I got to look it up. <laughs> because like they always, hey. they always book their stuff. Hey, we're um, all human. It's all good. Yeah, dude, I forget things. Yeah, that's it. I called a guy wretched at one point. Ratchet ricochet. <laughs> so, um, and then in March we we come back and do an all interview with Pinky Sanchez. Pinky Sanchez, that's right. Dude, if you don't know him, dude, he had a lot of stints in um Shakara, so that would be no, fun. No, he's a he's a very colorful character. Yes, he is. So. And then we go back to the whole regular podcast, pay per view night. Stop saying it like that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. What do you want me to say? Regular podcast. Regular podcast. Okay. And then we're going to bring in our first female interview with Christina Marie. When's that? That is March 17th. March 17th. And then March 24th, regular podcast. And then the 31st, I don't have anything booked yet. Card subject to change. Yeah. Like that that one interview you had set up and then I first forgot about it. Yeah. It happens. It happens, but... But, do you have any update on Duke the Dumpster? No, not yet. Damn I, it! Dude, the dumps. if we... If I get... You're gonna shit your pants, are you? You better get off my couch. If... Mine. I do... <laughs> I do have a question. It's already a shade of brown. You don't need to make it browner. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the, what are we talking about? We're talking oh. about poop, okay? Uh, poop and wrestling uh, go hand in hand. No, what uh, were you saying? Okay. I don't have anything for the 31st yet, but I am talking for a guy named Ike, um, Ike Phelps, but he hasn't got back to me yet. But I do have a question, because I have um, some big names that you want to do interviews with, like Duke the Dumpster, um, Glacier, and Blue Meaty. Glacier. Glacier. What is um, Glacier? Did I say, sorry, I say things different than you guys, because I got the Delco accent. Sorry, gosh. The Delco accent is to replace your L's with R's? Yes, yeah, something's wrong with that. Glacier. Glacier. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Like, that's... Dude, we say water. It's not the same thing. It, it is the same thing. We say yeah, different I, words. I... Stop. Have a time. <laughs> continue. So, if we get one of them guys say yes to do one... I will do a Monday if you want to join, and because Monday's like a day off for me too. But but if if they don't answer me back, I won't schedule it. If we can throw one up fast, if it's somebody that be like, oh my gosh, we need to do this interview. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a couple uh, other names that I have to look into. Yeah, Mark Haskins. Ugh. One person I didn't ask him about was, uh, what what does he think of uh, this one guy named The Fan, who was a commentator for CZW. Is actually somebody I used to write with, so. Uh, I keep forgetting about that, about the couple of names that I could be like, ooh, I know this person, because I used to roleplay with them years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, after that, after the 30, 31st, I don't have anything booked for April, because I'm not touching April. So the fourteenth will be my birthday weekend. We'll do an interview with somebody. I don't know who yet. You know what we need to do? We need to get a hold of X Pac. I'm sure he's got plenty of shitting stories. Dude, I would love to talk to a lot of people, dude. I really would love to find a way to get into the no. bucket list of names that I would love to do interviews no, 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 with. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. Okay, here's a question to you. Here's an interview question. So. Out of all the wrestlers out there, who would you like to hear that has a really good shitting story? I don't know. Braun Strowman. Oh, his is probably the worst. He's like, man, I had a triple decker the other day. Dude, he tells you on the freaking road trips that he has shit stories. Yeah, but those are the ones that he'll let people know in public. It's like, I want to hear the good shit. (laughs) The stuff that even you're embarrassed to talk about. Dude, one day we will get to that point in our careers. Where we can ask people like Braun Strowman, tell us your shit and story. Yes. Ah, we got goals, man. Hashtag goals. But yeah, there, there's now. I can't wait to try to do stuff. And I know regular podcasts, interviews, podcast interviews. I don't know. 
I'm looked so crazy. I need a secretary. <laughs> These are uh, administrative topics that are being mentioned that don't need to be talked about right now, but it's all good. Yeah. We just, um, lately, our buddy over here has been very gung-ho for the interviews, which is awesome. Yeah. And, I'd... um, you notice that we're getting a lot of the CCW alumni, so. <laughs> yeah, um, it's the ones that are getting back to me. Yeah. So. Awesome. Uh, so and I got... made friends with Frankie. I made friends with Devin. I made friends with Drew. I haven't talked to Drew yet to put him on, but you need to talk to the Gulags because they're amazing. I know, dude. I wrote to him, but he hasn't wrote back. So if one you day... hashtag the message "amazing," all of a sudden he'll be like, "What? Where? Amazing?" Because he always likes the messages where he put "amazing" on there. Do we Maybe. have? Do we have any plugs? I might have to plug that. Speaking I'm of, like, yeah, speaking of plugs, do we oh, have any plugs? Oh, I got a good story. You want to hear a story? Make it quick. We got to get the plugs out. So I was at um, Pro Wrestling After Dark. I went up to um, um, Joey Ryan. I asked him a question. It sucks that he was not big on doing the recording, but I asked him, Tootsie Rolls or Blow Pops? What do you think he asked for? What is his favorite? Blow Pops. So, he used some blow pops in his mask. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Better than gang girl falling asleep in the back of a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I am going to try. Oh, oh, you didn't like my blow pop story? Well, Maybe, blow pop it wasn't story. really a story. It was, it was just a, a question. It was a sentence. It was, it was a question. I asked him which one he likes. And, no, you were supposed to ask him, have you ever had any times where somebody was like, oh, I want your blow pop. I want your blow pop. <laughs> yeah, you you, you know they're out there. He did He did ask the crowd. Your question <laughs> was literally, Tootsie Roll or the thing that's a, literally a part of your gimmick? <laughs> Oh shit! But we gotta give some shout outs. AEW. We gotta give shout outs to people we work with, not the oh. ones that block us. Oh, block me, not you. Okay, so let's get to the people on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> Russell Pod Cave, Mark Out Club, Cult of Cave. Russell Cave. Yep. That's not what you said the first time. I said Russell Cave. You said Russell Pod Cave. <laughs> Russell Pod Cave. Uh. <laughs> Russell Cave Podcast. Mark Out Club. Pro Russell Talk 24-7. Cult of Cave. Cult of Cave. <laughs> Come on, say it. Say it. Say it. I hate them. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Why do you hate them? Why did you used to hate them? Uh, because they blocked me. Why did they block you? Because I was a troll. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Who's five takes, which he actually okay, started doing but I'm again. Still, I'm still upset about Cody blocking me. Well, that's okay, because you like to block people, too. It happens. And I blocked somebody, too, and I had to unblock them. You know, it happens. Oh. So, I would like to say Smart Mark... Smart, smart Mark... Smart Mark... Alley. Yes. Oh. Thank you. These guys are great, man. And, um, and, and somebody that we probably haven't listened to, but we're going to say it anyway. Double Dropkick. Two, Ooh, two cool, cool guys, guys who like wrestling. <laughs> Shout out to Haystack. Haystack. Brotherly loves podcasts. They're cool guys. I was listen. I started listening to them. They're based in Philly. Yeah, man. Blue Meanie. Uh, My number one fan. Iron Sheik. Sheiky baby. Marty Janetti. <laughs> Marty Janetti. Dude, if we can get them and just like, hey, you want to do an interview? Exactly. God, I want it. I want to get Iron Sheik so bad. So just tell so, us, just so it could be an hour of him talking shit about Hulk Hogan. Like, so tell us about the time when you were taking a leak on the highway and you were smiling the entire time. Oh. So, like said, also, I've said it before and I'll say it again, Iron Sheik is body goals. Only wrestler to have a beer gut and a six-pack at the same time. That is amazing. <laughs> I would love to have Blue Menial. I know. That's like our lifelong dream. Oh, yes. But... 
And one of these days, we'll actually be able to ask him, and he'll be like, I would have done it a long time ago if you guys just asked. It's like, yeah, but then the running joke will be gone. I know. But we can pick somebody else as a running joke. You know joke what it too. is? I think we're afraid that he's going to say yes. No. no. You know what we should do? We should save the Blue Meanie interview for our series finale. <laughs> this oh. is the final. Dude, when do we hit 100? We hit 100 tracks a long time ago, but we're... No, but no, no, for regular podcasts. I don't know. I have to look. I don't feel like looking. We're at like 80-something, 90-something. I think it's 92. So. This is going to be 92. Yeah, something like that. So, if this is 92... I'm going to look at this again. 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. So April 7th will be our 100. And I will... Fu- oh, it's a regular podcast day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we can get the Blue Meanie on there. We'll, we'll invite him to Aston Diner. Okay, 100 episode. I have it written down. I'm going to, I'll see what I can do. And we'll dig... We gotta get one of these wrestlers and be like, dude, we will buy you Aston Diner. <laughs> you know you want some pancakes and eggs. So, April 7th will be our t- 100, if I'm correct. If not, we'll figure that out. But before we do any of that, we're gonna wrap things up. Um, yeah, well, so the next show is the pay-per-view. Yes. Okay. Yes. Elimination Chamber. And we will talk about everything from AEW to... WWE. Oh, and... New Japan. New Japan to Ring of Honor to... Independence. I will talk about... If I go to Magic, I will talk about Magic. Um, We'll talk about Pro Wrestling After Dark and that company. We'll talk about everything we can think of. From the biggest Enzo fan who's wearing a Bada Boom t-shirt. Dude, you know the... You know the um, wrestling boxes, the WWE. Yes, I know about them, and you like to get them, and they'll have. Well, the, oh, I know. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, no, no, I no, got no. this as a gift. No, 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 no. You're you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I know the boxes where you're where you're mentioning because you've mm. talked about that before. Yeah, I I haven't got one, but I got one as a gift from Jordan. So this came out. He's like, "Hey, Doug, your favorite wrestler?" No, not really. He's not my favorite wrestler, but. But you need a clean shirt. Yeah, something different. You don't see me in this. Because I don't like Enzo. You're the only, you know, you're you're like, you're, you're like the guy that would be like, I'm an Eagles fan, but I just happen to have a Cowboys shirt. <laughs> no, like, I, I would never bought this shirt. But you're like, but I like the fabric. I just never look at the logo. <laughs> <laughs> I never look at the logo, no. But like, it was there, so I pulled it and put it on. <laughs> so sue me, you know what I mean? I'm not a fan, so if someone says something, I'll be like, eh. He sucks, but hey. It's okay. It's just a t-shirt, right? It is just a t-shirt. So we should support our indie wrestlers and buy their stuff. So it'll Even be, the ones you don't like, because they because, got kids to feed. Dude, like, why are we... Like, WWE, yeah, you can go out and buy your WWE, but if you go to an indie show, support the indie wrestlers. Buy a photograph. They need money, too. What about The Undertaker? Undertaker's fuck that. Dead. Oh, did you see how much that is? Oh hell no. Yeah, we'll talk about that for the next episode. So we need to set up a GoFundMe so we can see the Undertaker for an hour. Yo, um, if we do a GoFundMe, would you people um? So we can interview the Undertaker. <laughs> oh wait a second. What was the thing that you were saying? You were like, it better be the Undertaker, and not Mark Calloway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was ready for Mark be Calloway. in full gear. Hat, trench coat, everything. <laughs> he better pick you up for the tombstone pile tracker. Okay. And if he is regular Undertaker, I mean, you better be wearing a fucking big evil t-shirt. Thank you, Devin least. Moore, for coming on. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you, Fran. Thank you, Jim, uh, JCL. Uh, my thank thank you, right. thank you, Dave. I mean, DB. Uh, DB. <laughs> so you can't fuck up my name. My name's Fran. Or what the hell is it again? Oh wait, Hobachi. 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 Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fran Hobachi or Fortnite or what other names did we named you? Fran Ops Three. Ooh, I don't Ops need Fran. to talk about this shit right now. <laughs> Anytime Fran plays a new video game like 2K, is Fran 2K? <laughs> That's actually you cool. play more 2K than I do. <laughs> I do, but it's kind of funny that. Because you don't have a last name, you're like Johnny Gar- 
Garado. Oh, God damn because it. I'm getting this, because, I'm getting, because I'm getting myself ready for my WWE debut. Oh, you, oh you're going to be like, he's oh. just Fran. I'm just Fran. Fran Smackdown. See, Vince is like, that guy's money. He already knows. Fran <laughs> WrestleMania. <sighs> All right, so this is <laughs> this is Fran. and um, This is D.B. Richards. And this is JCL. Yeah, we'll see you. See you next week. Night, everybody. Yay. Dream. 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 Dream.